This is Michael Ware. You're listening to The Morning Five on October 10th, 2022. Let's begin with a reading from Scripture. We'll read from John 1 today. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. You're listening to The Morning Five, uh, brought to you by the That Sounds Fun Network. Good to be back with you for a new week of The Morning Five. If you missed... Uh, the episode of Where We Are that came out over the weekend would urge you to listen. We answered some questions from listeners and really enjoyed doing that. Uh, let's get to the news for for today. First, the Los Angeles political scene has been disrupted by the release of leaked audio of a meeting of its city council. The meeting was around uh, redistricting efforts, and the president of the city council, Nuri Martinez, is recorded using racist language, insulting language about fellow members of the city council, including the the adopted child, the adopted black child of a city council member. She makes comments about communities within Los Angeles, uh, 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 ethnic communities within Los Angeles. It's um, uh, really, you know, disturbing uh, recording. It's unclear who leaked the recording. There are calls for the L.A. City Council president to resign. I expect, and we've seen already, pretty widespread condemnations of the comments. Martinez has apologized herself. Other California politicians have, uh, Democrats have have spoken up. I, I still expect there to be a a conversation about how prevalent this kind of thing is among Democratic politicians, what it might say about Democratic Party, about the way Democrats sort of imagine themselves to be and what they communicate to the public. And there are also, I think, real questions that have to be asked about the redistricting process in Los Angeles, and whether uh, that upholds you know, basic standards of, of fairness in light of 
kind of discussion that was happening surrounding the deliberation of, of that very process. All right, the second uh, news item for today, Senator Ben Sass, Republican of Nebraska, just won re-election in 2020. He was set uh, until 2026 to remain in his seat, but Last week, it was announced that he is he has been selected to go in front of the trustees of University of Florida to serve as that university's next president. Uh, a role that, if uh, if it's offered to him by the trustees, he said he'll take it. Senator Sass is a conservative Republican, but someone who's been known for being willing to critique his party, critique Donald Trump. Sass comes from a higher education background. I just, I, I think well of him. Don't agree all the time, but I'm, I'm grateful that Senator Ben Sass was in the Senate. I wrote in my book that it has been a good thing to have someone who is willing to serve in political office, who nonetheless says that politics is not ultimate. I think that's been a good thing for the country. We could use more of it. And so I wish well uh, to Senator Sass. I think it'll be a good thing for uh, Florida for him to take this position. Uh, Florida, just like a trivia, I guess, you know, Florida has been... An interesting respite for high-level federal politicians to take higher ed jobs. Donna Shalala, who was a Secretary of Health and Human Services under uh, President Clinton, served as University of Miami's uh, president for uh, well over a decade. Finally, look, we've told you about this race for governor in Oregon that, you know, does seem to be legitimately close, unexpectedly, um, given the political history of the state, though we told you uh, really a couple months ago to keep an eye on this race, but the Republican in Oregon looks to have a shot at winning uh, in, in that state in November, Interesting mirror image, sort of. So, you know, Oregon, uh, traditionally a, a Democratic state, or I should say recently it's been a Democratic state, has a Republican that has a real shot. Let me tell you about Oklahoma. So Oklahoma is even more interesting in the sense that the Democratic candidate is running against an incumbent. So in Oregon, it's an open open seat uh, a Republican uh, is running against a Democratic nominee who isn't currently governor. But here uh, in Oklahoma, we have Joy Hoffmeister running against current Governor Kevin Stitt. And the polling in this race, uh, I'm a little embarrassed to say I'm just tuning into this race. The polling in this race has been close throughout. Uh, there were several polls in September that showed Governor Stitt up three points, one point within the margin of error. 
There was a pullout uh, in this race October that showed, uh, so just last week, that showed Hoffmeister up by four. Now, Hoffmeister, fascinating. Uh, her husband went to Baptist Seminary. She talks about uh, faith quite a bit in her campaign. Uh, her husband, it, it has been reported, is still a Republican, could not vote for his wife because Oklahoma has closed primaries. So he couldn't, because he's a Republican, he couldn't vote in the Democratic primary. And so this will just be another interesting, interesting race to watch in an age of sort of polarization. Uh, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, it's possible that we, uh, in November, a Democrat gets elected as governor in Oklahoma and a Republican gets elected as governor in Oregon. Uh, I think both are probably less likely. I, I kind of expect to see uh, sort of a return to the partisan sort of norms uh, here as we get closer to election day. But but it's it's worth keeping an eye on on these races. All right, that's all we have time for today. Let's close as we always do with prayer. Dear Father, always near us. May your name be treasured and loved. May your rule be completed in us. May your will be done here on earth in just the way it is done in heaven. Give us today the things we need today and forgive us our sins and impositions on you as we are forgiving all who in any way offend us. Please don't put us through trials, but deliver us from everything bad because you are the one in charge and you have all the power and the glory too is all yours forever which is just the way we want it. All right, have a good start to your week. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow.